0: You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge's vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. And he sent your word that we need to deal with in the text. is hard. Figuratively, the heart represents a person's mood, mental state, or attitude. Jesus expressed that when he talked about out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. When we get full and and stuff, as just feel our mind, we express it from our heart. But it starts in the mind. The heart, looking at it in totality, represents our thoughts our words, and our deeds. The heart is complex. We can be happy when it comes to our heart or unhappy. It just depends on the possessor. Or it depends on you as a free moral agent. You have the choice to be happy or miserable. You have the choice when it comes to making sure what your heart is is full of you have the choice that's who god made you a free moral agent whether you're a christian or not you are a person that has a right to choose and so i want to consider uh, the heart from a biblical standpoint just a couple of scriptures i want. I want you to consider with me. Let's start in Psalm 69. Psalm 69. Notice what the psalmist says in Psalm 69 and 20 reproach has broken my heart. And I am full of heaviness. And notice this. I look for someone to take pity. He wanted somebody to have a pity party with him. But there was none. And for my comforters But I found none. Again, the psalmist says reproach has broken his his heart. And he was looking for somebody to have a pity party with. Walking around moping. Whining. Hoping that somebody would have a celebration of pity with him. Reproach, in one sense, is criticism. And sometimes you can be critical of yourself, or you can allow what somebody has said about you get the best of you. But that's not the, the definition that I want you to really grasp when it comes to reproach. The antithesis or uh, uh, opposite of reproach is praise. When you allow reproach to break your heart, it says that you have allowed something or somebody to steal your praise. You have allowed something or somebody to steal from you what God takes pleasure in. God loves it when we praise Him. Psalm 150 is, is very clear. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Important to where it's not just a church thing. I said it's not just a church thing. You got to praise him when all goes well. You got to praise him when everything that can go wrong takes place. You got to have some dance in your feet. You also got to have some leap in your legs. Got to have a wave in your hand. Got to have a bubbling hallelujah in your mouth. You got to praise him anyhow. You got to give him glory anyhow. Job, in the midst of a miserable situation, looked at all that was going on and still gave God the glory, the honor, and the praise. Ooh, I said, still gave God the glory, honor, and the praise. But we don't have to stay in the Bible. It's some of you going through something right now. But you ain't been moping. You ain't been whining. You ain't been complaining. You've been yet giving God the praise. You've been, you've been giving God the glory because you have in your being this too shall I'm going through it But my God gonna bring me out This time The same way he brought me out The last time Cause he does not change Matter of fact We so believe what God can do and will do to where in the midst of going through trouble we go ahead in advance and just give him a victory turn because we know according to Romans 8 and 28 that all things gonna work out for our good. We know according to 1 John 5 and 4 the victory that overcomes what we're going through is even our faith. And sometimes you, sometime you have to praise him by faith or according to the word. When you don't see your way clear. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, For we walk by, faith. not by, by. you got to give him a praise. When you can't see nothing but bad, you got to give him a praise you gotta give him a hallelujah when you don't feel nothing but pain you gotta give him a hallelujah or take it a little further give him a thank you letting him know I'm in pain right now but I know you are Jehovah Rapha my healer look at somebody and tell them can't nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do me like Jesus look at one more person and tell them can't nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do me like praise him anyhow praise him anyhow it hurt praise him anyhow it's rough praise him anyhow never allow your situation To take authority over you. God has given you power. God has given you what it takes. To live a victorious life. You gotta praise him any way. Praise him any way. I I, got to show you something else. Let's let's go to Psalm 119. Good. God from Zion. Psalm 119. I could have just stopped after that. That's a good verse. We can't let no reproach break our heart. No, we, we praise us. But notice Psalm 119, verse 11. Very familiar scripture. Ready? Psalm 119 and 11. Your word. I, notice how personal it is, have hidden in my heart. Why? That I might not sin against you. Look at somebody and just say to him or her, what you have in your heart matters. What you have in your heart matters. And notice, the writer chose for the word to be in his mind. He chose to have an attitude based upon the word. What you have in your heart matters. If in your heart is something that happened weeks ago that caused you to enter into a state of depression, you got the wrong thing in your heart. What you have in your heart matters. Man, she made me mad. God, I've been trying to let it go. But I can't let it. Why not? Why you can't let it go? God created you to let stuff go. Matter of fact, the Hebrew writer even said to the saints... Lay aside every weight and every sin that does so easily beset or to you. Why you can't let it go? You have the power to let it go. Man, this thing just controlling my mind. Why? Philippians 2 and 5 tells us, let this mind. Be in you. That was also in Christ. Why are you letting it control it? And you have the authority not to. Let this mind be in you. That was also in Jesus. Say to your neighbor one more time. What you have in your heart matters. And see, notice according to Psalm 119 and 11, the psalmist chose to, to put the word in his heart. Notice again how personal it is. Your word have I. I did it. He it. I didn't just listen to your word. I put it in my heart. I allowed it to become a part of my thoughts, words, and deeds. We got to grow up to the point to where we we stop saying we just got to do certain things or act a certain way. We, We need to take the scripture at face value and apply it to our lives. We can't keep acting like a baby and we've been saved for years. Don't tell folks you've been saved 20 years and you acting like. Because everything, be Lord, I thought she just got saved the way she complained. God, that woman been saved 20 years. The way she complained, I thought she'd been saved about six months. What you have in your heart. When it comes to our primary text, you'll notice that Solomon, the writer of Proverbs, he said, a merry heart does good like medicine. So if I'm a free mall agent and like the psalmist can actually put certain things in my heart or in my thoughts, words, and deeds, if if a merry heart going to work like medicine. That's what I need. I heard four people say that's what they need. I know it's more than four people that would say, I need that merry heart. I need a happy heart. I I need something that's going to benefit me and not put a curse on me. I need in me or in my thoughts, words, and deeds something that's going to be a blessing to me and not a pain. I don't want to walk around miserable all the time. I don't want to be known by y'all as a moping preacher. You know, I pass a complain all the time. I don't want to be known as no. Because if I'm leading you as a moping preacher, guess what? You're going to end up being a complainer. A whiner. A merry heart does good. Like medicine. The root meaning of medicine is heal, heal to naturally make better, to naturally make. Implication, a process. Got to go through stages, but it's going to get better. I'm not going to allow what's going on to stop the healing. I'm just going to keep thinking, doing, and saying the right thing. And in time, things are going to get Better and better and better. Medicine is that which solves a problem or makes a situation right. It's going to solve a problem or or make a situation right but as a child of God I, I just have to be patient and allow the medicine of the Mary heart to just have its way in me and in time all Will be well. All will be well. A merry heart does good. Like matters. While I'm trying to be merry, I can't let stuff that, that's popping up to make me angry, mad, or such to interfere with this merriness that I got. In my heart. Biblically speaking, in in, in order to keep a merry, happy, a joyful heart, you have to implement in your life, James 1, 1 through 4, when James told the church that had been scattered and was going through horrendous trials... Count it all joy when you fall into divers or a whole lot of stuff you wouldn't expect. Just count it all joy. Bottom line, don't let anything take away your happiness. Take that merriness out of your heart. You know why? The joy. Of the Lord, according to Nehemiah 8 and 10, is your strength. You got to stay merry because as long as you're happy by applying God's word, doing the right thing, you're going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Get this. In Nehemiah, the 8th chapter, the primary reason why Nehemiah told them the joy of the Lord is their strength is because the people started crying, being sorrowful, and so forth. And so the prophet had to break in and say, Look, don't need you to be sorrowful. Don't need you to be doing all of that. See, I need you to just be happy. He said, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. You receive empowerment from being happy. But again, you got to learn how to count it all joy. Man, I went through some stuff. Uh, And the only thing I could do was James 1, 1 through 4. Just give God the praise. You know why? It was bigger than me. Wasn't no sense in me moping. I knew I couldn't handle it. I started giving him the praise for what he was going to do. Trials will try to make you backslide in thought, word, and deed. When you run into something you can't handle or you run into something that's trying to get on your last nerve, you better give God the praise and let him know, Lord, this is a job for you. I can't handle all this. You said cast cares on you. I get this right here to you right now God And I'm going to praise you in advance For taking care Of what I just put in your hand Tell somebody God can handle Whatever you cast on him Because there's nothing too hard for him I said God can handle Whatever you cast on him Because there's nothing Too hard for him You know what he told Abraham and and, and Sarah? He said, You need to ask your wife, is there anything too hard for me? You need to ask that woman you done married. You need to ask that woman, is there anything I can't do? Don't she know my resume? Don't she know I'm the one that caused the Red Sea to be parted? Don't she know I'm the one that stepped And said let there be light And there was light Let there be sun Let there be moon Let there be star And everything I said It came to pass I gotta go back on it And tell somebody from me Can't nobody but nobody but nobody But nobody do you like." Some of y'all ain't happy yet Tell one more person can't Nobody, but nobody, but nobody, but nobody I said can't Nobody, but nobody, but nobody, but nobody Do you like You gotta learn how to count it all joy I said you gotta learn how to count it all joy You know the conclusion according to James 1, 1 through 4, when you count it all joy? You will lack nothing. Moping ain't going to get you nowhere. Complain and ain't gonna get you nowhere But if you it all joy God will send something your way That will be so awesome So miraculous That it won't only blow your mind It'll blow folks mind That you done told it took place Shout at somebody Can't nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody, but nobody do you like God getting ready to send somebody a miracle That I made up In their mind I ain't going to mope about it I'm going to give God the praise I ain't going to complain about it I'm just going to put my hands together I'm going to stomp my feet I'm going to turn in victory And allow God to do What he do best What is that prophetess Beasley Be God. encourage somebody count it all joy don't know what you're going through but count it all joy have your own praise party don't have no pity party have your own praise party don't let the party start don't let the party stop they're starting right now take the same party to your house take it to your job take it wherever you go give God the praise and watch him show up And show out. A merry, sit down, a merry heart is what's gonna make you better. If it does good, like medicine, prepare to get better, prepare to see a change. Prepare for the miraculous. I got to show you something. Lord have mercy. Y'all stay with me. Let's consider Proverbs 15 and 15. Proverbs 15 and 15. Last clause. Well, let me read the whole verse. But we're we're particularly interested in the last clause. Proverbs 15 and 15. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he who is of a merry heart has. A continual feast. You're afflicted because you, you, you steal Mary in your heart. you you just having a continual. Feast. Figuratively speaking, feast represents good, better, or that which brings pleasure. Do you know you can be going through it but still get better? Still being blessed, even though you're going through it. You know, she's been going through it, but God's been yet sustaining her. Man, God God using that girl even though she going through something. She, you, you should have been up there when we was at the hospital the other day. The doctor's eyes got so bucked because they couldn't believe what they thought was going to happen. Didn't happen. And, and, and one of them even admitted that God had to do it. Say to your neighbor, you got a merry heart. You're going to have a continual feast. That don't mean bad ain't going to show up. Bad going to try to stop your little feast. But because God done plays his best, his blessings upon you, bad can't stop the good from taking place. You're going to have a continual feast. I have experienced this verse right here. I'm talking about, I, I, I have experienced, I, I mean, it, it's just be so strange. Because you get to going through something and you be like, man, God, God. And then the next thing you know, something wonderful happens. Two days later, something else bad comes against you. But before midnight, God sends something else your way. I'm going to be saying something all throughout this message. Look at somebody and tell them, Can't, nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like. This is one of the messages you just going to have to say that, especially when you really understand that God can bless you continually despite what you're going through in your mind, in your body, in your emotions, in your life, on the job, at the house, or wherever. A continual feast, and there's some folk in here that naturally speaking, they 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 just love when they done ran into a good buffet. You like something that's so good, but 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 you say, you know what? Well, at least I can go back and get some more. You done found no chicken wing you like. Started out with two of them and just oh God, you chicken wings something else. And in your mind, this is a buffet. When I go back this time, I'm gonna get me a plate full of wings. A continual feast good happening all the time but, but see th- this is the thing right here it- it's because you have chosen to have a merry heart oh even though it's a fight you just, you just unchosen and God he honors that man she going through it, but she praising me anyhow I got to give her a feast Lord, he's been battling this, that, and the other. I'm going to let ten good things happen to him all day. Every time bad happens, send him something good. Can God do that? Yes. Nothing too hard. In my clothes. So when you consider. When you consider that a merry heart does good like medicine. The conclusion. Be happy. Be happy. Make the choice to just be happy. I mean you, you can mope about that if that's your choice, but but I'm telling you, be happy. Pastor, but it just—I atta- know it's going to attack your mind, but you still got a choice. And, and see, the enemy's fight is is especially trying to get you not to make the choice to be happy. That's when you're going to feel the strongest opposition. Not making the choice that Jesus told you to make. Or the word told you to make. But you got to make up in your mind. If if a merry heart going to be like medicine. Yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in. That means a merry heart can can do some things for me. Physically, mentally, and emotionally. I don't want to upset nobody, But I'm going to have to say this. Y'all all right? Everybody love the pastor, right? And, and it's going to be a blessing to you without the side effects. <laughs> Woo! God, God from Zion. If it's going to be like Madison, it's going to be a blessing to you without the side effects. But you have to make the choice to be happy. And see, they are not just side effects when it comes to taking uh, synthetic medicine. But they are side effects even from a spiritual standpoint. When you decide to do the opposite of what God has told you to do, are going to be some side effects. I'm telling you, I strive to make Sure, I'm happy. Oh, I have my moments. I have my moments that the enemy attacks. But I am mature enough to let the enemy know as Jesus let him know in Matthew 4. It is written. You got to stick to the script. You got to stick to the word. And you watch God move on your behalf like you've never seen him move. My last scripture. Let's go to uh, Psalm 128. A merry heart does good like. And that's what I want. I'm going to be happy. But let me put a little more icing on the top. With Psalm 128. Go there with me. First two verses. Ready? Blessed is everyone who fears, worships, reverences, obeys the Lord. Who walks in his ways to walk, think, talk, and do. His will. Verse 2. When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall help me. And it shall be help me with who? And I'm done. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise.